0: shilling new original docu-series on paramount plus
1: why did he kill his family the answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. to the
0: can model where desire leads to deception i ended up spending 12 and 15 thousand dollars a day it was addictive i can't get you out right. and obsession leads to murder who did this to your family you can't really maintain a fantasy forever control all desire now streaming on paramount plus
2: Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your recap episode for this week's Charles Schwab Challenge. Joining me to break it all down, Greg Ducharme is here. Hello, Greg. Uh,
1: Hello, Rick. I hope you're having a wonderful uh, Memorial Day weekend so far. Uh, Quite a tournament we just had. That, That golf course was not easy.
2: That that finish was straight out of the European tour. I don't know if you get up early and watch the like the craziest crap happens on the year.
1: You're tour. right. It does th- all the all the time. I mean, I I don't watch every week, but every time I do watch, there's some uh, cr- bizarre situation happening.
2: It's and like that, oh, that's, that's spot- what happened here. Here's a guy with a nine-shot lead with two holes to go. He just hit it into an elephant's mouth, and now he's got to take a drop from there, play it from underneath. It's just like the craziest stuff happens on that. That's what happened this week at Clooney. Right.
1: I mean, you think about we were talking about it before the show where Emiliano Grillo's ball ends up on 18 is like an uncharted penalty area that all all of a sudden it's in. You see it go right and I'm thinking okay, he's going to have to probably, you know, maybe he has a difficult punch out or maybe he plays it r- up r- the right hand side of the trees, but he's going to be able to make bogey from there. Uh and he should be fine. And all of a sudden it's rolling back to the tee that it's <laughs> I mean you're I'm wondering if he's going to have like 350 yards for his second or third shot uh it, that was a just a, a crazy finish
2: it reminds me of a time uh in high school golf i I had to hit my second from behind the tee box because I I drove oh. it into a tree. It bounced right into the middle of the tree and back and went back like forty yards. So my second shot was from minus forty yards. Oh no! And it, and it reminded me. I was that's all I ever think about when I see a ball going backwards like that, whether it's on a cart path or in this case, it was a man-made uh, like drainage ditch, concrete drainage. Yeah. yeah, that's all I ever think about.
1: That was a that was a nightmare for you. Uh, And it was close to a nightmare for Emiliano Grillo too. Uh, uh, But just, it was bizarre how long, I'm not sure why they were waiting so long. Like what, why? That didn't make any, it didn't make any sense. Was it going to get to, like you could, you could look down the man-made area and say, okay, it's pretty shallow. If it gets to this point, it might stop and I could play it. But that, that wasn't there. You know, so I I don't know. The whole thing was uh, just completely bizarre.
2: A truly bizarre week. We will get to the happenings around uh, the 18th tee, which was filled with drama on this Sunday. But let me give you a couple appetizers here first, Greg, because we were kind of just joking before we went hot. Like, oh, maybe, you know. Scotty posts and like wins this thing, or he just teeter greens this place to death again. Well, it was a Sunday 67 from Scotty Scheffler that ends up getting him within one stroke. He finished one shot out of the eventual playoff. He highlights his round by making an ace on number eight. But as we have been well documenting on this podcast, Scotty Scheffler by far the best tee to green player in the world and if he puts like I don't know me he probably wins a lot of golf tournaments.
1: <laughs> yes. Although, you know, I want to talk about the putting first real quick before I get into the tee to green stuff. Um cuz you know, you're watching and you're looking at this round today and he missed a he did miss a short putt at 11. But other than that, he hit it so well, and he hit the right shot so often that, you know, those putts are not – you can't make them go in. And he's hitting good putts. And
2: the the speed's right. Yeah, the putts that didn't go were, like, on the lip, stopped two inches away from the cup. He had the pace right. He had the read right. They just didn't fall. And it feels like that's been
1: the entire career. And I liked what he said with Amanda Renner after the round, um, you know, I was uncomfortable at the masters Mm -hmm. and I think that we, you could see that, right. It looked frustrating. It looked uncomfortable, but lately since then it's looked quite good. They just still haven't fallen. Um, but I, I feel much more confident that they're going to, but you know, it also brings up this ability that he has. Because we've seen this before. We've seen Rory McIlroy struggle on the greens before. We've seen John Wall struggle on the greens before. And typically, when they do, or or we've also seen seen it go this way, where they start to lose confidence. Uh, they start to lose their some of that ball striking ability. It you know it creeps in. They feel like um, you know impatient, and they have to start hitting it really close in order to make a birdie. But Scotty doesn't do that. He just keeps hitting it, you know. the Colonial is a perfect example of it, where you have these narrow openings to the greens, bunkers on either side, and the pins tucked in the corners. And he hits it up the up the throat and gets it to hole high, gets it to fifteen feet, time and time and time again. And then the putts just didn't really fall. I just I thought it was an amazing performance.
2: Uh, let's add another voice to the conversation. That right there, Kyle Porter. KP, welcome to you and a very normal Sunday.
0: Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> the 18th. I thought I was – I mean, I, I might have to write a separate book for just the 18th hole today. <laughs> How's my camera look? I got a new camera.
2: Your camera looks phenomenal. You do not seem to be on the correct microphone. You do not seem to be on your podcast. Right. But you look – Phenomenal,
1: and we can hear you.
2: We can hear you though. Yes, you have, that, me, uh, you have that nice. Um,
0: let me correct this.
2: There you go. That's perfect. Great. Now you have that very perfect. cinematic look where your ba- background is blurred, but you are perfectly in 4K. Nice,
0: That's great. Love it. Maybe, maybe, uh, the, maybe the camera company will sponsor us.
2: Oh. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll reach out. I'll wear them on my uh, shirt or something as well. uh, <laughs> uh Scotty, 15 strokes gained from T to green. Oh,
0: my gosh. Six more. Unbelievable.
2: Six more than anybody else. Also, happened to be the fourth worst putter this week at Colonial. Think you ever get sick of this?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, he gained – Four more strokes from T to Green than the win than, than Emiliano Grio did total.
2: <laughs> Holy crap, he did.
0: That's
1: hard to imagine.
2: Wait a minute. Hold on. So let let's hold Scotty
0: on. was at 15 yes. for the week. Yes. And Grio and Shank were at eleven point four.
2: Crap. Uh, Scotty Scheffler gains more from T to Green than the winner did in total by a mile.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. The, 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 stats here are a joke though, because I, I took it back to, uh, I, I tweeted this. I think I took it back to October 24th. I don't know if we have. we probably can't pull the tweet up, but I took it back to October 24th. He's lost to, so he's faced 1,655 opponents and he's lost to 67 of them in that time. <laughs> the Detroit Pistons in that time have faced 79 opponents and lost to 63 of them.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Scotty Shuffler's lost to 4% of the T of the people that he's played since October 24th. That was after the, Oh, what event was that? It was right before Maya He finished that. Oh, CJ cup. He finished T 45. And then after that, it's just been lights out. I mean, he is, I don't know. He's not winning. And it's a little VJ singy Greg in that. He just, he, he can win with a negative strokes game putting, but I don't know that people are appreciating how good he's hitting the golf ball right now.
1: I got a, I, I did a little bit of research on this. Um, and, and look, you can look at the numbers that he's gained and it's amazing, but I, I was thinking, cause I always feel like, and we always talk about this. It feels like he leads the field every week, TD green, um, and so I wanted to know what the actual rankings were. I went back all the way in, in this entire time span since he, um, in the top 12 stretch, right? Since the CJ cup. And, and there has been, well, every single event, he's been inside the top 15. Uh, two of them were 15th. One, one of those was the Amex where they're only counting two of the four rounds. Um, but in that time span now he's finished first or second. Seven times, you know, since since the Waste Management Phoenix Open, there's been nine events, not including the match play where he came in fourth, Uh, not including that event. He's been first or second in seven of nine PGA Tour events. And his worst in that is the Genesis, which is 15th. The only other time he was outside the top two was uh, the RBC Heritage. He was fifth.
0: Wow.
2: Why it's is unbelievable. Not, why is he not getting the, oh, Rory McIlroy is the best driver on the planet. Oh, Colin Morikawa is the best approach player on the planet. Oh, JT's got the
0: best short game
2: on the planet. No, no, no. It's just all of that is Scottie Scheffler. Scottie Scheffler is just all of that.
0: But it's, it's because of what Patrick, like he doesn't, it doesn't look good. <laughs> but it, who, it, it, right? it, that is why.
2: I agree. That's the answer. But also at the same time, insane.
0: It, it is i mean and, and you saw the, the the video that the tour uh posted of his that that like cutting cutting is probably generous but that slicing drive he hit on yeah. six or something today yeah and it looks grotesque
2: <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks like the Mito 18 72nd hole at southern hills
0: yeah but it's it's exactly what he's – I mean, he, the ball does exactly what he's wanting it to. Do. I got another, I got some stats to throw at you, Greg. Yeah. Uh, going back 12 months, so May 21st of last year, May 20 – yeah. So, so at the beginning of this week, May 21st of last year to May 21st of – which was Monday of this week. Strokes gained, ball striking. Scheffler's 2.2. The next best is Rory at 1.9. And then after that, you got to go to Morikawa at 1.6. So he's like a half stroke better per round than the third best ball striker on the planet. Ah, uh. <laughs> two strokes better than per tournament than the third best ball striker in the world for 12 straight months. Uh, it, it's really hard to put in
1: perspective. It, it's, it's hard a, it's to astounding. understand. It's astounding. And he doesn't pass the eye test.
2: He's also <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a take for idiots. He's also <laughs> he's also long, right? Like he's like twenty. Oh, yeah. distance. He's like thirteenth in all drives. Well, it is it is very. I don't know if surprising is the right word. Um, maybe disappointing is a bit. It's disappointing that he is not treated as the golfer that he currently is.
1: You, Rick, on the length, this was uh, heading into the PGA. I looked at his last, you know, over his last 50 rounds at that point, which was basically to the start of the calendar year. Uh, and he was averaging 308 off the tee and hitting 67% of his fairways. But I mean, it was it, like it, at the PGA championship, he was like fourth in the field and driving accuracy, mm-hmm. you know, at 308 there. That that's not that's not right. Typically, at, once you get to a certain point, the driving accuracy numbers go way down. Even for guys who hit it really straight, just because it goes so far. But he gets it, it into the fairway, hits it onto the green all the time, and he's just relentless. And he and he didn't win did,
0: again. I, I was gonna say, did you guys already talk about the winners? No, we
2: have Sky Shuffler's the
0: first thing we've talked about. (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Did you see see Gordon Sargent almost drove a green with a par with a six iron? No, I didn't. A par four. I didn't either. At at the NCAAs. It was like three hundred something yards. Six iron. Oh. Sure. Why not?
2: Sure. Why not? Scotty Scheffler, uh, if you like the traditional total driving stats, second in total driving, that's before this week, Patrick Cantley better. The, the top five is Keith Mitchell, uh, Victor Hovlin, Kevin, you as well.
0: Real, real quick, Craig, what's the, what, what, what is the problem with this putting? Because he talked about this with, with, uh, Amanda Renner, I almost called her Amanda Palliana. Sorry, Amanda. Uh, afterward, and he said the hole looks tiny. It looks like it's moving around, which these do not these, – these quotes do not engender a ton of confidence when you, when you, you know, talk about Scotty Scheffler's summer. Uh, he only hit – I think I, I counted it up. It was like five putts longer than uh, eight feet. I think they should have given him the trophy anyway because everybody else played terribly coming down the stretch. But – what, what, what is it with this putting? Is it, is it speed? Is it like, what, what's, what have you noticed with him that is the problem right now?
1: It's not speed. Uh, that's for sure. I, and I really, when I watch him putt, I think this is a situation where it so many of his first putts are from, you know, 18 feet. And that seems, it seems to be that he's hitting it to 15 to 20 feet every single time he's coming into a green at least this week. Uh, and it was similar at the PGA. Now the problem is when he gets, when he misses a couple of shorties, right? Right. In today's yeah. round, like he'll, and he'll do seven, that. Yeah. And he, and, and he does do that. So, uh, you know, I thought in the past, like around master's time, there was a lot of what I would call hit in the stroke where it looks like he's kind of chucking the uh, putter head a little too much. The tempo like, was not
0: as smooth. That means like throwing the head at it.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, And so it looks like, and I don't know what he's thinking about, but it looks like his right hand is kind of breaking down a little bit. Like he wants to get the putter head to the ball quickly. And and so I've seen him in that space before. I don't see him in that space now. It's a lot smoother. It looked a lot smoother to me this week. It looked a lot smoother at the PGA than it did back at the Masters. Um, So, look, I – go back and forth when people are in situations like this. It's the kind of thing that can break you. But with Scotty, I kind of feel like there's an avalanche coming, you know, and and all of a sudden he's going to get a couple to go and he's going to win the next tournament. He wins. He'll win by like eight. You know, I I just, I feel like that's a very real possibility because it doesn't affect anything else in his game. This has been going on all year. And he still just continues to hit the right shot, and he doesn't force it at all. Well,
0: that—that's what uh, Trevor Immelman said that on the broadcast. He's like, it feels like he's gonna just win like five tournaments in a row or something, which is—he didn't say those words, but that's kind of what he was getting at. And to your point, Scotty said, I can't believe we're talking about Scotty Scheffler and not <laughs> Leon Grio, But he—he uh, he told Amanda, I felt horrible over the ball at the Masters. Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like that now. So I think that, I think that, gets at what you're talking about with throwing the head at it uh, t- a month ago or a, or six weeks ago versus now, where it's it's less of that and more just he's just not making putts. Yeah, that'd be my read on it.
2: Uh, I get asked a lot, like, "Oh, who's gonna win the U.S. Open? Who's gonna win this tournament? Who's gonna?" And it's just like, if Scotty's in the field, the answer is Scotty. Like it's. <laughs>
0: It's just the answer,
2: and if he's yeah. not gonna win, he's going to finish second or third. So, like, I, it doesn't it
0: doesn't matter. It just how do I how do I hit like I, I, seriously though, Rick? What are the odds? Uh, like, what like the actual odds of Rom, Scheffler, Brooks against the field at LACC? I mean, realistically,
2: they should probably be like um, they should each own like nine to eleven percent of the win equity. So let's call it thirty three percent. So you would need like like two to one that that those guys versus the field. Okay, I think would be okay. pretty reasonable.
1: It's really that- hard to like come up with a reason to pick somebody else if
2: you have to pick one winner. You know, it, it, it's we did this the other day. Kyle and I got on Thursday. We're like, oh, let's talk about like the U.S. Open. He was like, Who's <laughs> I was like Scotty's gonna win. I don't know. Like what? Like why would I not pick Scotty? <laughs>
1: Yeah, there, yeah. There's no good. There's no good reason. I mean, you could be bored with it and just, you know, say, well, the putting's going to cost them, but
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't pick Scotty cause Kepka's won five, right? Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And,
2: and if Scotty loses three strokes putting this week, he wins like,
0: what a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, it, it is a joke. It's, it's, <laughs> It's it's a complete joke that I don't know that people – and this is where we've been joking with Patrick about the eye test. But like d- data matters when it comes to determining w- – w- I lean on it too much. Rick and I have talked about this. We probably run to it too often. Yeah. But it, it does matter. And it matters when you talk about guys that are historically great where it's like, no, you don't – like this is like a VJ Singh situation where – this guy could win. This is probably not going to happen. He could win thirty times on the tour because that's how good he's playing right now, and for a long period of time. Yeah. So I just, just I, that many chances. I think we just sort of throw out some of the strokes gain stuff, and I get it. Like it's it's hard to understand. You don't you don't totally. I, I'm reading a, a baseball book right now, and they're talking about war and like all these stats that I'm like, ah, I kind of get the concept, but I don't totally get it. The point with all of this is like Scotty Scheffler's playing at a VJ, Ernie L's, Tiger, not Tiger, but close to that like level. And I don't know that he's getting the shine or the respect or the love or the sort of notoriety for it.
2: Another T3 for Scotty Scheffler extending his streak of. Top 15s to like 14 straight events. Just scary, scary stuff. He ends up in a tie for third with Harry Hall, who was not only our 36-hole leader, Greg, but tied after 54 holes. And Harry had himself in the mix of this thing until 18-T. We can basically just go there. That's where a lot of the drama on on this event uh, unfolded. I guess I should probably start with Grillo because he got to at first and with a two-shot lead, he was at 10 under par and he finds a penalty area that we did not even know existed up the right-hand side. <laughs> it was
1: cracking me up. I mean,
2: <laughs> you, I'm glad, I'm glad you got a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause I, I see the ball go there and you know, before these tournaments, I always look at the holes, you know, the pictures, computer generated pictures of the hole to get an understanding of what we're looking at. And then as they as the players play and you're watching the golf throughout the week, you get a better understanding of where ridges are and where, you know, players are actually hitting the ball. Uh, and now the computer generated image makes a whole lot more sense. And there's no I mean I'm not like okay, if he if a player hits it right on 18, there's trouble over there. That I, I didn't know that. Uh, and and there's no real mention of it. You don't see anybody over there and he hits it. Right. I'm thinking, all right, he'll maybe play up the you know right side of the trees. Maybe he finds a punch out, hits it. Like he's going to make bogey from there. Um, and all of a sudden his balls rolling backwards for a seemingly endless period of time in a man-made stream. It was, I mean, when I first saw it, I didn't know if it was a hazard, if it was a puddle, on a on a a sidewalk or a cart path and then the camera zoomed out i saw the the red hazard line there and i was i was very surprised so i i don't understand what took place there i don't know why it took so long i don't know what what they were waiting for um that was just a bizarre situation
2: Seven minutes, seven minutes of basically figuring out when this ball is going to stop. Luckily, KP, some sort of rock slash stick eventually brought Emiliano Grillo's ball uh, to a halt. He didn't have to wait for it because he was going to end up dropping it where it last crossed into that hazard anyway. But a bizarre scene that leads to a double bogey and Emiliano Grillo posts eight under par.
0: Again, I, I don't – some of the stuff, it happens so quickly that you don't really it's, – it's hard to – and this is like part of my whole deal, but it's hard to internalize like what's going on. I mean, the amount of things that happened in 15 minutes on that last hole were, were – I, I, I don't understand, Greg, why he didn't like – okay, he could have hit the moving ball from what I understand – Insane, which insane. is, which would have been an all like, one what? of the great,
2: but why, why are you not allowed to hit a moving ball unless it's in running water?
1: I, I was surprised by that as well. Uh, I'm not a rules expert. The, you know, the, the rule of thumb that I go by when it comes to rules is you never make a ruling without a rule book, right? You find it in the rule book. Uh, and so while you try to have the best understanding you can, there are all these little nuances that that is why we have rules experts in the game, right? That's why in the PGA of America, you can kind of specialize in the rules of the game. Um, and I didn't go down that path. So I didn't know you could hit a moving ball and I, I don't, I'm not sure why you, he would, why he would want to, um, I wanted him to, <laughs> And yeah, turns it into like a polo match.
2: Could you imagine if he was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait downstream. And when it gets close enough, I'll take a hack at it.
1: it, it would he start <laughs> at the top of his backswing? Yeah,
0: that would, I, that would have broken me. I wouldn't have ever recovered from that. I I mean, like, because the, the problem is, Rick, you have to make the decision very quickly, right? Because otherwise it's going to be because it's going... It was going the the wrong way, right? Yeah, and it's traveling like three miles an hour,
2: which is very slow, but also very fast for a golf ball.
0: Oh, I mean, it would be like you turn golf into baseball, basically. (laughs) It would have been one of the great moments in PGA Tour history in my book, not actually. But so the thing that was weird to me was that the rules official, officials, whoever was out there, Basically, just arbitrarily said, "Yeah, it's been like too much time. Like we can't do this anymore." But there wasn't like a there wasn't a a set time. Like there wasn't a number.
1: Well, th- this is the this is where it gets very uh, complicated because you're not. No, this part looking is where it for gets a ball. complicated. Yeah, the, the, it's, the, the, it's the, not a lost ball, right? Quick. This was fine. The shot. <laughs> But but he's still when the ball's moving, he's still on the previous shot, right? Shot one is still happening. It, it hasn't As stopped. It, so why? He hit his drive
0: I, I don't know
2: why got, it would be timed. He got to his drive. Has there ever been a time in history where you got to your drive before it stopped rolling?
0: Well, so the the facsimile for this is like theoretically the cart path in where there was one place for the cart path took somebody's drive, like, 550 yards. you remember this? Louis you
2: stays and hit a drive on the left. Yes. Where then it was, like, a par five, and it took it, like, down by the green.
0: Yes. So, so, theoretically, that could happen on a car path. But I don't I, – I guess I just don't really understand why. Like, once it stopped, it hit the rock and stopped, sure. But it felt like he was kind of – forced into dropping when I don't really know what the reason for that was.
1: I don't really know what the reason for him waiting was. I know it's unique because you can see it and it's rolling and it's not very deep water, but if, if that was a, you know, any other Creek, you know, any other penalty area, once it goes in there, you kind of make a decision. Um, and and you can look downstream st- down downstream <laughs> and see that it's not going to go to a place where you can hit it, right? Something's going to stop it. And but it was going be behind your ball. I, I don't understand the waiting.
0: What well, what should he have done instead? What what do you what do you what do you mean? I, like I would have picked it
1: up and taken a drop where it last crossed. They had that spot marked.
2: Right. So even if it even if it even if it floats out to the ocean. And continues and continues for seven days <laughs> he's he's hitting it from where it crossed <laughs> right so why are we waiting seven minutes when he's gonna end up doing the same thing
1: it's not like it's moving in the fairway you know it's in a penalty area you can drop it's it's in there I so he, I uh, mean I would scoop this is where you get out you get out the ball retriever and scoop that scoop it out and take a
2: drop if
0: you pulled out the ball retriever so he, he, he probably wouldn't have played it anyway, right? Because there's a rock behind it. Exactly, and it's in the water. And it's and it's in the water. <laughs> now, uh,
2: if, if, it, if it stopped,
0: maybe there's
1: a crack in the cement, and it stopped near <laughs> where it is, and you're gonna splash it out. That might have been an advantage, but once it rolls back fifty. You know, fifty yards.
0: Well, and maybe that's it. maybe that's what he was waiting for to see like how far back it would go. Once the ball got to like El Paso, then <laughs> we gotta we gotta that's, call it.
2: That's too far.
0: And then he had to drop on the on the. It wasn't even a car path. It was like a. It was. It like was like a turnaround area for a car path for a for a golf cart. Utility.
2: Concrete. Right.
0: What a... He was just off the beaten path. The weirdest... Con- I mean, uh, no I've tweeted this, there were two balls in the water on 18 all week.
1: Harry, Hall, Harry Hall and Grillo. Yeah.
0: If you think... Unbelievable.
2: That, if you think that was weird, Grillo posts eight under and spends his time inviting children. I'm not making this up. Over the fence to...
1: Hit balls with him.
2: Hit balls with him, obviously, as he prepares for his first win in nine years.
0: I I mean, I, I don't even know what this is tantamount to. Like Steph shooting threes with a kid b- b- before overtime.
2: Yes. No, that's exactly what it, it would be like, okay, um, you know, you're Steph Curry's playing in like the biggest game of his life. They're yep. going, they're going to overtime. They got, you know, three minutes to warm up. So he's taking balls off the rack, shooting threes. He invites two kids from the front, front row out to yak some threes. And then...
1: But they put his basketball shoes on.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the weirdest sport, but also (laughs) the great. I mean, that kid flushed it. He he, so two things. He actually swings exactly like my son. He hit. He hits cross-handed. Yeah, I was thinking about that. He hits cross-handed, and he doesn't use his back leg, which is like where your power comes from. I've been trying to tell my son, like, use your, you know, get through it, and also like don't grip it cross-handed. That kid, it he swings it exactly like my kid, except he flushes it.
1: He did flush it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: was uh, very surprised because Grillo's telling him to hit it with, <laughs> turn around and hit it with the back of his
0: club. I it was like, it, it, if you just pulled that twenty minute clip out of the broadcast and showed it to us without any context, we'd be like, so first of all, he's pra- he's he's hitting driving range shots on the first tee of the golf course. Mm-hmm which Sam Burns did last year. It's that's a actually like thing that happens, but it was weird, man. And then he won the tournament.
2: Yeah. While all that is happening, Harry Hall and Adam Shanker in the final group, Harry Hall finds water off the 18th tee, but left side, the more traditional way to get there hits about 340 yards. He says he didn't think he, he could get there. Adam shake actually has a chance to end this thing in regulation with a putt does not do that. So it's an Adam shank and Emiliano Grillo playoff in which it takes two holes to decide Greg with Emiliano Grillo making birdie on the second playoff hole, the 16th hole on the golf course, uh, after a very generous, bat. do you think that was karma? He, he invites the kids down, grows the game. Then gets a thirty-five foot perfect bounce to five feet. from Well, him.
1: I I do in all seriousness think you know inviting the kids down is probably very relaxing. Um, and he spoke with Amanda Renner right after his win and talked about how you know he had had a baby fourteen months ago and when um, you know when he made double on eighteen, it, he didn't really. He said, I didn't really care, which I I think meant um, it's not the most important thing in the world. Uh, So uh, perhaps having the kids come out kind of settled him down and relaxed him a little bit. Um, But all three full swings that he made in the playoff went right and bounced left. You know, Mm -hmm. he missed the fairway right. It bounced into the fairway uh, on 18. This is hit it to the right. It kicked down to the left on 18 to give him the putt that Shank had two totally different routes of getting there. And then a, a massive bounce at 16 to the left catches the Ridge horseshoes around the hole. I, I mean, it was, he didn't hit, he didn't stuff it in there. I, and I don't think he meant to do that. It, it almost a foot more to the right. It's in the bunker. Um, so that was a, a, a great break for him there.
2: A uh, little hashtag perspective. Uh, 14 months with a with a new with a new shot. Adam Shank uh, even more recently the shot that Shank hit on 16, the second playoff hole. KP he flies the green with his tee shot, and then I'll tell you what world class chip to basically knock this thing dead and put any amount of pressure on Emiliano Grillo's four and a half footer.
0: What was he trying to do with that first shot? Boy,
2: not that. Was it just thin? Uh, I think it was a pretty big miss hit, or he was just jacked up in a playoff.
1: <laughs> I don't think it was thin, but I do think it came out low. Jacked up comes out a little lower than expected. I mean, I mean it,
0: it, it 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 took off when it hit the green. I mean, the greens were were we saw this on eighteen with Scheffler when he hit his approach. The greens were hard, like they were really hard, oh, yeah. which is which is great. And uh, yeah, I mean it was listen like you can't go if you're harry hall and adam shank you can't combine to shoot 5 over with the door wide open scheffler fading grio handing you the tournament and to me that was like where it was lost was was in regulation like don't shoot 72 73 in the in the final pairing right just shoot even par to to win the event. So, yeah, the playoff was disappointing in terms of that final shot. I mean, the final shot was actually really good. The second to last shot was really bad. But to me, Shank and Harry Hall lost it way before that.
2: Agreed, for
1: sure. Uh, the last group, the second to last group, too.
0: So, yeah, in English, so bad.
1: I mean, Rick and I talked about this last night. We felt that that group probably had a chance to. Um, you know, help each other out a little bit more, get some energy, and they fed off each other's energy, but it was the wrong way. They were ten over combined.
2: Yeah, the penalty thought, ten over the final pairing, five over.
0: I thought, I thought, I picked English to win the tournament on HQ. So great <laughs> prognostication there. <laughs> That's yeah.
2: what happens. Final,
0: it, I mean, hey, roster. three three great days out of them.
2: Um. There was one more thing I wanted to point out. Okay, so Emiliano Grillo, second career PGA Tour victory, uh, follows it up from the 2015 Fries.com. Fries Hell is, yeah! Fries isn't, they're, they're not even in business anymore. That's how long ago this was. They, they do not exist anymore. Um, that is now for at least a few days, he holds a very distinct record.
0: Uh, Wait, let me, can we guess? Sure. <laughs> For at least a few days.
2: Why do you have to say we? <laughs> yeah, you dragged Greg into this unwillingly. I don't I don't want to guess.
0: Uh all of his PJ wins have come in playoffs.
2: Uh while that is correct, I imagine there are others who have done that. Though both of his playoff wins were with Birdie on the second playoff hole.
0: Okay. But that's not it.
2: It might be. I do not know that.
0: Uh, for at least a few days for at least a few days until the memorial starts. Mm, That's kind of the key here. He he's, I don't know.
2: He is the only guy I imagine to win his first career start as a PGA tour member and his last or most recent career start as a PGA
0: I didn't know he won his first.
2: That friescom was his first start as a PGA tour member.
0: 22 so twenty two years old.
1: Last couple days was somebody well it, once
0: it, he's once he starts Memorial, that this that will be his last start. Ah, got it. Got or it. his most recent start. So he's capped it. So nobody's
1: walked off. Basically, nobody's won their last event and been done after winning their first
2: event. Not that I
0: kind of a kind of a weird career rick you know i, I was looking at his numbers 10 percent top 10 percentage wait high no almost 15 he's got 28 top 10s and 205 starts never wins doesn't play the majors that well mm-hmm. um obviously the short game's not very good but he's a i think it's weird because he's a great ball striker but he doesn't play the majors well at all and i don't know what the deal is with that but uh I mean, it's been a successful career. I mean, to win twice, a ton of top tens, to stay on the tour. He's he's a good player. Uh, I'd like to see him show up at major championships more often.
2: Agreed. Yeah. No, he's, uh, l- listen, he's been kind of the King of team. No putt for a while. He gained like seven and a half strokes putting this week and he, and he wins the golf tournament. So yeah, always good. And he, and he's been better with the flat stick more recently. So it is, it is good to see that he's kind of getting everything, getting everything in order here.
0: Who's the, who's the starting five on team. No put Keegan. Okay. E- oh yeah. Emiliano Grillo,
2: Luke list. Uh, Power. He,
1: he's the, uh, the swing man, Luke
0: list,
2: Lucas Glover probably on there. And um,
0: that's four. Russell Henley. Mm, he used to be such a good putter.
2: What have you done for me lately, Russ?
0: Yeah. Uh, Gary Welcome Woodland to the squad.
2: Gary Woodland's a good one. Now that he's healthy again, Gary Woodland. This, this
1: year, up. I mean, Gary Woodland could be the first overall draft pick in the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, <but Lee.
0: laughs>
2: Duffner. So the comments are coming in. Duffner was a really good one for a while.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: Salatoris, Kyle Stanley, Kyle Stanley, Greg. Kyle oh,
0: Stanley was the captain.
2: <laughs> he was the best.
0: He, he's he, not a... <sighs> he flushed it. I mean, it was it was preposterous. He was and such he, a flusher.
2: He'd lose like nine strokes putting.
0: <laughs> yes, and and it's one of those
1: things where it never. Like, there was never – you know, Morikawa, there's hot weeks. They happen every so often. Uh, yeah, ne- you
2: know? Kyle Stanley never found it
0: Never, It never <laughs> happened. Is Sheffler uh, – can we talk about Sheffler being on the team?
2: Uh, well, he, unfortunately, he's just – yeah, he's just, like, too good from tee to green. He's, like, his ball strike is too good. So, when he loses <laughs> two-strokes putting – but, like, you know, two-strokes putting would be, like, the best week of Luke List's career, right? Yeah, like, right. To-
0: That's – that's fair. Yeah. Did you see where I, she didn't – I've done way dumber stuff. She didn't mean to do this, but Amanda asked him, you know, do you think you'll be able to bounce back? Oh, <laughs> From, yes. And he was like – I mean, it's been pretty I, good. I, I, I'm the number one player in the world. <laughs> I think I'll be Okay. <laughs> I felt bad because I knew what she, like, the thing that she was getting at was the right thing to get at. And just the way it was presented, it was, it was, uh, he was kind of laughing about it. It was pretty funny. Uh,
2: Fry's Electronics, defunct February 24th, 2021. Unfortunately, will not be hosting any.
0: PGA Grio Grio uh, outlasted
2: fries anytime soon. All right. We will look for our best bets and recap our one and done selections. But first we're going to take a quick break and hear word from our partners.
0: This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.
2: We're back. The best bets were not great. Mostly the worst bets that we had available. I believe our only winner, Patrick, buoyed us this week. He got a push, which is uh, not a loss. And he had Scheffler top five. I mean, he got plus money on Scheffler top five, plus 115, Greg. I'm sure we probably ridiculed him a little bit on Tuesday's show. But Scotty is a top five machine, as we've kind of chatted about.
1: And I'm sure, you know, he had... That was backed by data, with uh, given he, he and Scotty's relationship, it certainly wasn't the eye
2: test, right?
1: It doesn't seem like a great bet, even though it, it, it happens so often. But then again, the odds reflect it. But hey, it's a great win, so it's kind of gutsy in a, in a way. Um, but hey, good. Uh, w- let's just say this the team needed it.
2: The team didn't need it. KP, uh Jordan Speeth made uh Patrick's card, and I think he was popular across the industry as well. What is kind of the state of the union on on Jordan Speeth at the moment?
0: Uh sorry, my family just got home from the pool. The state of the I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He hurt. I mean, he played he played four rounds last
2: week. He played two rounds this week played okay last week good enough uh, I mean like are we excited or are we not I don't, I don't know I re- truly do not do not know
0: I mean we should be excited like like on paper we should be excited because he's got laCC and the open laCC is a good. us open venue for him rather than like a uh I don't know what where's where's it been recently like Oakmont
1: Torrey. Wingfoot.
0: Tory's Tory's terrible for him right? he plays he plays bad at tour. I think he can play good at LACC. He's obviously awesome at open championships. And he's played really well at times this year, but he's not he, he's he's been inconsistent, right? He he's not maintaining. You talk about like top players and what do they talk about? I want to I want to be more consistent. I want to be more consistent. I want my bad rounds to be average. I want my average rounds to be good. And he's just been inconsistent. And whether that's injury or whatever it is, I think there's a fear there that that inconsistency is going to lead to just not really doing much over the summer.
2: It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Okay. We'll keep an eye on Jordan Spieth moving forward. Our extra bet, our extra 50 bucks. We did better here. Uh, This was, so I had Matthew Neesmith. He missed, top 40 by a shot he went seventy three seventy on the weekend but greg patrick asked for an advance in his 50 on tuesday for the rest of the year so that he could put it all on michael block to miss <laughs> 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 which i thought was hilarious and did you-, it- did
0: you guys give it to him
2: no we kind of poo-pooed it but in I-, I wish we did we we would we- should have given him an advance for the rest of the year to put all of his money on Michael Block to miss the cut.
1: <laughs> it made a lot of sense. Because Michael Block, after the PGA Championship, his world turned upside down. You know, th- this in a good way, obviously. But this was not, I'm going to get to Colonial and play practice rounds. I'm going to, you know, hit some ball, work on my game, rest. No, this was, I am going to do interviews and podcasts and press conferences for three straight days and then tee it up and play a PGA tour event. So, it, I mean, it, it, it makes a ton of sense. Um, and he probably shouldn't even have gotten the number that he did get. But I think it was a, a smart, easy, definitely a best bet, most likely to happen thing given all those circumstances
2: yeah uh, also a no sweater kp because the 81 on thursday put michael uh in last place and that is where that is where he finished so so uh patrick never had to sweat this
0: yeah that 58 or 59 that he talked about wasn't uh wasn't in the cards i the whole thing is just i mean we're gonna run it back here in a couple weeks
2: yeah i think that's kind of the more interesting like He's going to go to the RBC Canadian Open and we're going to get what version? Right. We saw, well, uh, yeah. Horrible. What, like, what are we going to get?
0: Well, also, like, what are we doing? I don't know. Like, what's the, what's, and this is just like, we talked about this for a long time on Thursday. So we don't, I don't necessarily need to rehash it, but it's just this modern, like, every, and I don't, I, do not blame him. But it's this modern um, – everybody's trying to cash in on, the, like, the flavor of the month. And and I don't mean, like, literally cash in, although a little bit. But but these tournaments and these um, sponsors and companies and whatever, it's like, oh, I want, a, I want a piece of that. And it's like, well, have you thought about past one month or six months or three days? You know, because I just don't know what the – I don't know. It just stinks because it sullied what was an amazing story, and now people are going to look back on it with not as much joy as they had the week that it was it was taking place.
1: He also way more. I, I'm I have no issue with the sponsor exemptions, um, and no issue with the telling of the story as it progressed. But you know, this was a the Thursday round was covered like he was tiger woods i mean you saw every single shot that he hit and this is not a pga tour player he's also it's not a 16 year old kid who's really good that we're looking forward i mean this is a we we know what michael block is he had an amazing week but he's played in pga tour events before you know and and it hasn't been what we saw at the pga and it's not like all of a sudden he's what we saw at the pga every week um, so I, I think it was, or I think there was probably a little too much pressure put on him in order to get a great performance.
0: Well, it goes back to the consistency, right? The, 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 the right. reason, the reason you're a pro is cause you can, I mean, I've always said this about like this job, anybody can write a, like one great article or one great, like long form deal. Can you do it every day for 10 years? Like that's, that's when you become. Colin Morikawa, Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, whatever. And there's 10,000 guys who could go out and shoot four seventies in a row. Maybe not that many, but there's a lot of people that could go do that. The problem is you you're you're only a pro when you can do that every week for seven straight years, you know, and that's yeah, that's well, where it a, starts you know, to a
1: playing a playing professional you know, where you're making your money with the scores you put on the scorecard. Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily Michael, Michael Block. It's not any, really any PGA of America professional. And that's right. not what they do. No. Like, why would we expect that? That's what we're going to get. I, I don't think that's uh fair.
2: Yeah. Tough position by all. Uh We'll see how Michael does. He's going to go back to Mission Viejo and reset and get back out to the RBC Canadian Open in two weeks, which leaves us with just one final thing to do. It's our one and done update. Luckily, uh, we didn't get burned here, but we'll do that update after a quick word from our partners. And we're back. One and done update in which we got away with it, Greg. Cam Davis was our selection. He was looking okay for a while and then ejected himself from the tournament. He ended up missing the cut and getting us zero dollars, but uh, we will survive and live to fight another day.
1: It was the right pick.
2: <laughs> I love that Greg always always says that no, ma- no matter what, whether his guy won, Or whether he finished DFL, it was the right pick.
1: I think it was. And I was actually thrilled to see that you went with that selection, too. Because it, you know, validated my response. Unless it's completely rushed. And I've done that before. A panic switch. That's when it's not the right pick. Uh, But this was. It, It happens.
2: Uh, Kyle, you also kind of get away with it as well because you did not submit a pick this week and uh, you're only going to lose out on $178,000 in the standings.
0: Yeah, I got back home, I got delayed coming home, so I didn't get back home till Tuesday and uh, went straight into dad mode, completely forgot about the pick. No regrets, actually got it <laughs> tattooed on my chest. No regrets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was whatever. I honestly like. I was thinking about who would I have taken? I think we talked about this on Thursday, Rick. I might've taken Ricky. He had a great week. Now that's easy to say because he finished like T six or whatever, but I'm going to, I'm going to take him soon. He's playing really, really good golf.
2: He is. And he's in the open championship. I saw.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was open qualifying, like top, top, whatever at, at, uh, at yeah. Colonial that weren't already in, get in.
2: Right. Top whatever yeah. not already
0: exact. Right. Yeah.
1: And did this get him inside the top 50 in the official World Golf rankings? This may have gotten him into the US he, Open, too.
0: He, well, no, he, he no. was already he was number 50 going into the PGA. Uh so maybe it kept him maybe it kept him inside. Or maybe he got went back out afterward.
1: Yeah. I, I thought I heard he needed like T, like a solo 29th or better to get into the US Open because it might, I don't know. He's 46 going into this week. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so he maybe should I, maybe be in, I, her. I probably misheard it. He should be in the last three majors of the year.
2: Uh, Patrick went with Jordan Spieth, got $0 thanks to that miscut. So Patrick has gotten a combined. $51,222 from Rory McElroy and Jordan Spieth. You surely. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Take that eye test.
0: He probably had a better chance of convincing Rory and Jordan to give him an actual $51,000.
2: <laughs> Honestly, probably. <laughs> Uh, everybody else went with Justin Rose. That's Mark, Kyle, Lamb, the fans, Sia, all went with Justin Rose. He had a, I mean, he had a good week. T twelve, and he got one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. So these standings, for the most part, did not change all that much. We are headed into a massive, uh, elevated event for the Memorial. We will go to Canada, then we will go to Los Angeles for oh. the United States Open Championship. So we are very much. In the heart of it right now.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait for the U.S. Open. It's going to be... LACC looks... It looks
1: incredible. And this um, isn't a bad teaser for it this week. I, I love the Memorial. It's one of the yeah. coolest golf courses on on the PGA Tour, I think. Um, and you got everybody playing. So, you know, there's a lot of questions, I feel like, right now about... Top players heading into the U.S. Open, especially some of those that were favored, like the Max Holmes and the Morikawa's. Uh, I mean, I still have questions about where Max Holmes' game is, even after yeah. a nice finish this week. Um, and I feel like it's a really nice litmus
2: test this week. You know what everybody's going to be vying for next week? The handshake. The handshake behind the 18th green with Jack, Scotty. It'll be Scotty. Yeah. Spoil that.
0: For sure. He might win the next four.
1: He might. This could be one if you went ROM. I wouldn't uh
2: or can't lie. Brooks. Can't lie. If Brooks wins the (laughs) memorial, I'd be very impressed.
0: (laughs) It just it it sucks. Like I want to see Brooks, you know, play against these guys on like in the same event at the memorial. It stinks.
2: It does. It does. It does. It does. Anything else before we get out of here, gents?
0: Uh,
1: I hope, I hope everybody has a wonderful Memorial day tomorrow.
2: Happy Memorial day. Yep. Are you off Greg? Are you off tomorrow?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'll have a couple, I got a couple things on my plate, but, uh, but yes.
0: KP. Uh, I'm, I'm working. I don't, we, we talked about this. Holidays are just a myth.
2: I did not even know until I've realized that the memorial is Memorial Day week
0: now what I <laughs> yeah <laughs> what I will do is probably get my work done early go to the pool hang hang with uh, with the fam it, it, it'll it'll still be it'll be great
2: yeah everybody enjoy your Memorial day the markets are closed so uh, you don't have to worry about that for a day um all right well we'll be back for. I guess we're going to do a Monday DFS show, Monday DFS, Tuesday mega preview, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday recap pods for now. Big thanks. Producer Rocky does all the hard work behind the scenes. Greg Ducharme available. We're at the real GFD Kyle Porter. You can find him at Kyle Porter CVS and you can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.